Yo, what's poppin', everybody? Welcome to another episode. Today's special guest is someone that's killing the game. He's doing some crazy innovative stuff, not only on a board, but also on skateboards that are not skateboards, like <laughs> a skateboard made out of an axe and, and crazy madness. And uh, today's special guest, we got Ricky Glazer, pro skater for Braille Skateboarding. Yeah. How you doing, bro? I'm awesome. Thanks for having me on here. I'm yeah, happy to be out here. Sick, man. You've been uh, you came down here from San Francisco or in the Bay Area. You live in the Bay yep. Area. Braille's located in the in uh, the Bay. You came out here and you've been kind of doing like this run over here with uh, you did some stuff with Braille and then you've been just killing everywhere, man. Like yeah. I've been seeing you. You're like on a mission, just like destroying every park, everything <laughs> in L.A.'s path. You're like the Godzilla of skateboarding right now in L.A. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I just. You know, I, I grew up in Australia a long time ago, always wanted to go to California. So whenever I get the chance to go to LA, SD, I'm hyped, you know, like yeah. I, I see the skate parks my whole life and now I'm finally here. It's like, oh, like yeah. I gotta do some tricks. Like I gotta skate, I gotta shred it. Like it's fun. So you grew up in Australia and what was the skate scene like in the area of Australia where you grew up in? Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in Melbourne, Australia, uh, in like the Northern suburbs, kind of out of the city, shout out. Uh, Rosanna and Viewbank College is the school I went to. But yeah, it was cool. Like Melbourne has a pretty good skate scene. I think it probably has like the best skate scene in Australia for sure. Right. Um, and it's like kind of like a cool, like close kind of community. It's actually sick. Like Melbourne has like so many skate parks, like especially in the last few years, they've built like so many. Like honestly, in like a 20 mile radius or something, you could literally go to like an unbelievable amount of parks. Wow. Is but, it, would you say like it's similar to LA where LA has so many parks? Honestly, everywhere? like way more. No way. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? That's crazy. That's sick. I mean, that's awesome. In, I mean, like the, maybe LA in because I, I get confused because to me, LA means like LA County or like yeah. the, the whole thing. But for then sure, people are like, oh, Long Beach is not LA. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I grew up in LA, man. And honestly, everything is LA to me. LA <laughs> that's County is all I LA. Feel yeah. too. Because like if yeah. you say to people in Australia, oh, I was in LA and you're in Long Beach, they'll be like, yeah, of course. But here they're like, oh, no. I, I think most <laughs> people that grew up in LA, like that, that stepped outside of their area, we all see it as one big LA. Yeah. But yeah, what I was saying is maybe in the whole area, there's more parks here, but in Australia, they're in like a closer area together oh, probably. Yeah. That's dope, man. I mean, that's really awesome just to hear how much like another country has like really embraced and, and uh, like pushed for skateboarding to be yeah. accepted around, you know, the hot cities. For like, real. That's, that's super dope, man. I'll tell you something else cool about Melbourne. I think Melbourne is one of the first cities in the world to do this. They actually were working with the skaters and the government together. And then they were like, they're saying like, all right, you know, street skating is cool and we want to be supportive of it. But, you know, you can't be damaging the private business, blah, blah, blah. And then they said like, hey, why don't we work together and make like a shared space? And then they they worked pretty good and they made this spot. You would have seen like clips say it's like these really long marble ledges. And then it's kind of like it's 100% a skate spot, but it's kind of like a shared space. And like they let you skate there and stuff. Wow. It's kind of like the same kind of courthouse type vibes. Right. But instead of them buying it and like later on making it like skate friendly, it was it just like started skate friendly. Shared. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. Like I really that's like that epic, they do man. stuff like that. I mean, that's that's a big leap forward for skateboarding. Like just thinking about twenty years from now. I mean, <laughs> twenty years from now, twenty years ago, it was so difficult in the big cities out here, especially, or like I'm sure in even other parts of, of the the world, where like you would get harassed and kicked out so quick. And it was yeah. like a like growing up in LA, going to downtown LA, I got. We would literally have to go hit and run, hit and run. Every spot we would go to is like get as many tries yeah. as you can before the cop. Like it's always guaranteed cops are coming. There's no like leeway. So that's that's really dope, man. But that's how it is now. What about when you were growing up? What was the skate scene like when you were growing up? Was it 
were there already a lot of parks where it was the you know melbourne like pretty much yeah. like accepting or were they kind of like nah. yeah they, they were pretty accepting like there weren't as many parks as what i was saying now but it was still cool like they would always have like local comps and stuff oh sick. when i was a little kid i would always go on like the under 12 comps and they'd have like series and oh. you like go to all the different comps and then you have like a big comp at the end did you ever win any uh, i won some of them but yeah. i was never like that good at competitions but as a kid i just like i loved like Anything to do with skating, I'm like so hyped, you know, like I had to go, like I had to see it. <laughs> That's sick. You started at what age? Uh, when I was eight. Okay. So, and now you are? Now I'm 29. 29. So 21 years. And one of the really fascinating parts about you and skateboarding is that you turned pro at an age later than most. Yeah, for real. So I think it was the end of 2017. So what's that? four years ago so i would have been 25 yeah so you 20, just went pro at 25 yeah and not only like was that a little later than than a lot of pros that start at the age that you started off because you started off at eight so you, going to that you almost were 20 years in before you turned pro yeah for real that's crazy but also you started skating at eight at 25 you turned pro but let me see how can i wear this you pretty much gave up on skateboarding. Like, like you not gave up in regards to like you yeah. didn't skate anymore, but you said, okay, life is, you know, more serious now. I can't take skating as, as serious For as sure. I wanted to. And you kind of left skateboarding. You said, okay, it's time to grow up pretty much, right? Like that's yeah. kind of what happened at, at what age? So, all right, so that's, that's exactly right. But I'll give you like a bit more context than like the backstory, I guess. Okay, perfect. So like in Australia... Like, I mean, everyone knows it's tough to make a living from skating, right? Yeah. But in Australia, like, there's not... The people that are making a living from skating, it kind of goes this way. They get good enough, they move to get to America, and then they make a living in America. You know, like Dolan, Chima, uh, Shane O'Neill, like, all those dudes from Australia, they kind of do it like that. Tommy Finn as well. But, like, none of them really stay in Australia and, mm -hmm. like, make a living from skating. They kind of always, like, get out and, right. and do it like that. But then, you know, when I'm kind of, like, 17, I'm, like, good at skating. Like, I have some, like, sponsors and stuff. But then I'm, like, I can't really see it, it being a possibility for me to just make it in skating. You know what was I mean? Was it your skill level you felt was not up to par with some of the other guys? Or what was it, it that It was kind of just, like, I don't know. I just was, like, I guess I was just, like, if I'm... I just, in my heart, I was just like, I just couldn't see it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I was just like, I just can't see the path. Like, I can't see a way for me to do it. I guess I was like, maybe I'm insecure about my skill or whatever mm. as well. I'm just like, I guess I'm not that like good enough. I guess like it's not possible. Yeah. And then I'm like 17 and, you know, then in Australia, that's kind of like the final year of high school is starting. Right. And it's like, oh, got to go to, in Australia, we call university, but like college. Right. And then I was like, well, I guess, I, you know, I, I got into like filmmaking and stuff be purely because I like skating. And then, you know, the in skate, I mean, it's not as popular now with iPhones and stuff. Back in the day, ramp slow mo, you know, Ty yeah. Evans, Pioneer the Ramp slow mo, Adobe After Effects. So, like, my mission was like, I was just love filming my skating. And then I was like, oh, I gotta learn how to do ramp slow mo. And then that's how I got into like video editing and like yeah. that kind of thing. So, then in that final year, I'm like, I can't really see making a living from skating. Like, I just as can't a skater. See yeah. I'm like, I just can't really see it. So, I was like, I guess I'll just go to university for film because I kind of like this editing and like Adobe After Effects kind of stuff. And with and that, like, at the moment, at that time was the idea go and pursue film for movies or pursue skating filming <laughs> the plan was like 
mm, I can't skate, so I guess I will do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. like, I'm going to make it in Hollywood. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Okay. I guess this is my choice. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so then you let go of skate and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to school. Well, you, did you still skate though? Yeah, yeah. I still okay. skate and I still sponsor and stuff, you know. Okay. But it's like, I wasn't like, I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah, I'm to like not, get paid gotcha. or whatever. It was, it was just like, yeah, I like skating, you know. Yeah, that it was, that it was, was the, like, okay, now this is going to start to be more of the passionate hobby yeah. as opposed to the career path. For sure. And then how long did that thought process kind of like stay instilled in you? And when did you say, nah, you know what? I should skate and I can yeah. do more with skating. Like when, where it was, was probably that? like, so I went to the university. The course was like three years. It, and then it was after that. It was probably after like four years. So you finished years. university. Yeah, yeah, finished. And then like did a bit of soul searching after after the university. And then like, you know, just did some other jobs and that kind of thing. And then it was after like when I was doing those other jobs, I was like, I would actually like, I was working out and like running and stuff. And then I was like, why am I running and like not skating? Like I should go <laughs> skating and spend my energy skating instead of spending my energy running and then working. I was like, what am I doing? You know, like yeah. kind of blowing it. And then after that, I was like, all right, I got to go skating more. Skated and like did some hard tricks from, because I, I felt like, you know when you feel like you're in your like peak of skating yeah. and then sometimes you fade away from it and you're like, oh, I got to get back to the peak. Yeah. And I like did a few tricks that were good when I was in my peak and I was like, I was like, maybe you I should like, it. yeah, like, yeah, like I can still do this. And then after that, I was super motivated. And then that was kind of the same time that Instagram just became like more of like a legitimate thing. Yeah. So like it switched from the photos to the videos and like the one minute videos or whatever. And it was like becoming more accepted that like, oh yeah, like this is an actual like platform. And then from there, then I was like, I'm really hyped on skating. I'm just going to film these clips and just put it on my Instagram and just like have fun. Because I did like the film as well. You know what I mean? So you say you wanted to have fun, but was there the drive to innovate or to like but yeah, take then, it to another Then level? I was motivated because now I had like, I had like a goal. Because like before I would film parts and stuff, but I would film a part and then release it and then like, you know, it, it's sick, but then it's kind of like gone. Yeah. But then Instagram, I felt like it's more... Uh, constant and it's kind of like more fun it's like oh like we can just like keep this going and like keep trying to do something crazy and right. just like the people can see it straight away it's like it's a lot more engaging than right. just like normal shooting photos and filming parts like to me it appealed to me more that i could just like really think about doing one trick and then like release it straight away and then just like keep connecting with yeah. other people and stuff so then from there honestly that's kind of what shifted everything is like i was motivated and then i used instagram to like really build up my following and like uh, you know, and in doing that, I regained more skills and got better and better at skating. Right. Um, because I was so motivated. I was like, you know, this is really fun. And then basically because I was doing that, then then the company I was sponsored by was like, damn, Ricky's killing it. Like, we got to make him pro now. Like, this is awesome. And then like from there, like everything just went from there, really. And so let's kind of backtrack slightly. You took like these years where you didn't make skateboarding a focus. You were working just job, different jobs. Yeah. Right just living you said you were still skating here and there was it like every day every few days it was like different periods you know like sometimes maybe i skate like once or twice a week and then sometimes maybe i don't skate for like three weeks or something you know what i mean and when you were skating were you just doing stuff you already had done or yeah. were you still trying to get better like i was still trying a bit but i definitely wasn't like let's get it oh yeah. i gotta do the next big thing i gotta yeah. learn the next hard trick so that blows my mind that all these years that went by without <laughs> like really trying know, to get right? at another level 
And then you get back on the board and really, you know, kind of like Guy Mariano pretty much, right? Like yeah. he kind of had a step away. And then when he came back, he just blew, like For real. got insanely incredible. I relate like a lot to that, you know, like he just fully away and then he comes back. He's like, you know what? Nah, like yeah. I'm back. Like I'm doing it. Like, I think that's really cool. Cause, cause that's kind of how I felt as well. Like a big active decision. Like, yeah, I am back. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then you've been killing it since you started building more of a following on social media before you got to Braille. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In Australia. Yeah. So your your clips were starting to get momentum. Yeah, absolutely. What do you was there a clip that you remember was like the one that like oh damn like yeah, this one, is getting 100%. shared. Barracks posted. <laughs> Which one was it? Okay, so in I, I lived in Reservoir in Australia and then they have this really cool rail. Um it's like a flat bar round flat bar that's straight like this and then at the end it's not a kink but it's like a curve. It's okay. like straight up like a quarter pipe. Yeah. And then you know sometimes people skate it and they just kind of like survive it but yeah. i was like no this is like a kicker like this right. is a kicker out so i did crooked grind from the start and then like nollie out of the kicker and then i did like late i guess you call it like late impossible so like i nollie and then i impossible off the back foot and oh then, wow yeah yeah it's crazy and like i was so hyped because like basically the only way you can do so that you trick, did a nollie back foot impossible yeah like the only way you can really do that trick is that exact spot you know what i mean yeah like if it was a ledge it might not work if it was a square rail it might yeah, be harder you, you but it has to be round out. it has to be that yeah yeah so i was like stoked because i was like yeah like that's the trick for that rail you know yeah and then like how many years ago was that do you remember i think it was 2017 okay and i posted that and then people had never seen something like that and then like everyone posted like you know barracks posted uh vans posted uh, Thrasher like post on their story and I'm like whoa like I, I didn't have many followers at that time you know because yeah. I'm just starting this new thing where I'm like yeah I'll do right. hard tricks and then I was like whoa I think Shane O'Neill posts on his like Instagram like hard posts because he he would skate that skate park in Australia and he's like whoa that's crazy and I was like damn that's Shane dope, like man. let's go and that kind of started building up the momentum <laughs> yeah that gave there. me like so much confidence to just be like whoa like I can do like cool tricks like yeah. that and just keep going yeah like that really was like the point where I was like, oh, like I can for sure do this, you know? And you were, you've been doing tricks that are like almost like video game style tricks, like <laughs> tricks that most people don't think about doing. Yeah. Um, where, how do you come up with this stuff? For sure. For me, like the way I think about skating is like, you know, like we said, I've been skating 21 years. So, hey, it's fun to like trade the bum flat, then kick up the set. It's fun, it's yeah. sick. But to me, it's like I've done so many of those. Like I, I want to just always do that. To me, yeah. it's like I want to find like the coolest thing that you can do. And it's kind of like when you go street skating, to me, it's like what the spot is like telling you to do. Yeah. Sometimes the spot will be like, oh, what would be the best trick of the spot is like if you skated it like that, like that's what the spot like wants you to do. So I kind of just try to think about things like that and try, try to think like a little bit more out the box, you know? It's very artistic, a very artistic thought process into how you <laughs> skate. It's just sick, man. That's dope. Like it, it's <laughs> actually like gets me just motivated hearing how you describe and how you think about things. Like that's, yeah, it's definitely different. Cause and I, I think that's I what makes you shine. I definitely overthink it a lot. Like I'll, I'll think about it like so much, but I, I think it's cool. You know, it's like, like what you say, it's like creative expression yeah. and I'm, I'm not like a style guy or like, I'm not like a big stuff guy. So it's like, I like to just do things like my own way and yeah. just like try to try to do, I kind of just think like if I was a kid and I started skating, this is kind of the way I think about it. If I was a kid and I started skating, have you seen the movie big? It's uh, like from the eighties with Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. So like, all right, I give him the basic premise of the movie big. 
Yeah, uh, he goes he goes to sleep as a 12-year-old and then he like says, I wish I was big enough. Like, I wish I was big. Then he wakes up and he's like a 30-year-old man. Yeah. So the whole movie is like, what would a 12-year-old kid do if he had like the power and resources of a 30-year-old man? <laughs> so like, it's a sick film. But but what I think is like, if a little kid like just started skating and they're like hyped on skating, then next day they wake up and they're really good. Yeah. Like, what would they do when they're really good? You know, like, would they go and ollie a 20 stair? Or like, would they just like have fun doing crazy tricks on the curb? Or like, what would they do? You know, so like, I try to think about that. And just like try to like summon that like little kid like hype energy yeah. of like yeah like skating sick. That's that's a very interesting perspective and that's fascinating man. That's sick. I like that a lot, <laughs> uh, and I think that's that that's very inspiring. I think for people that skate and that are always trying to compare themselves to someone that's doing the really big this or the long rails this or that, being able to think in this way, I think is very inspirational to to kids. Just because there's like, oh, no, there's not just one way. Yeah. There are many ways. Absolutely. That's crazy, and, man. And that's the biggest thing I've been learning recently and like being with Braille and, and all this stuff. Like I, I do my merch brand. It's called like I Like Skate. Yeah. And then my message behind that is just like skating doesn't have to be so complicated. It doesn't have to be so serious. Not everything has to be like, oh, this is the right way to do something. This is the wrong way. Like if you like skating, then skate. Just do have it. Have fun skating. Yeah, and like with it. People like you can't let people hate on you for enjoying your life, having fun skating. Like, 100%. We all love skating. You know what I mean? So that's like that's like the biggest thing I've been I've been thinking about recently is just like any skating is sick. Like yeah. enjoy it, have fun skating. Man, I love skating so much that when someone's enjoying any aspect of skating, whether it's their first time riding, whether yeah. it's the first time they learn a shove it or they do anything like that gets me excited. Exactly. I get so hyped on just someone having pure joy from for real for me is one of my loves you know me too and maybe even someone works corporate job or whatever and they ride right an electric skateboard to work and they're hyped like that's sick that's dope. like i'm hyped on that yeah. you know what i mean like it's not like oh electric board or whatever like that's rad you know like I, I think that's sick i feel the same way man and i it's crazy when i see because the majority of us like diehard skaters the guys that like live skating guys and girls like when we see another skater, there's generally like a mutual respect for one another. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, that's dope. Or, you know, like when we see someone trying something, even if it's the most basic thing, like we, get, sure. we you know, we, we clap for them when they yeah. land the trick, you know, if it's a frontside 180 on flat or whatever it is. Right. But then it's, it trips me out too when we see like the, the certain people that are negative. For real. towards people when they put like all this pressure like oh no you suck or oh no someone else is better than you or yeah it's not, like just these haters on social media do you experience any of that and like how does that sure. get to you i mean you know people people are just people you know like and they're just people are always gonna say that you should do something differently or like say like oh you, right. you're wrong and stuff so if you try to live your life for what those people say even if you did that and you switch what you're doing and did what they say, then new people are going to say, oh, no, you should 100%. do this. So, like, no matter what you do, you're always chasing this thing that will never exist. Right. So, you, so people are going to say negative things. You might as well just do what you think is good and what you think is right. Like, it only makes sense, right? 100%. Because then, yeah, you just fall into, like, a web and you just get lost and, like, always trying to, like, make other people feel happy or make people yeah. like you. It's like, no, just do the thing you do and do it how you want to do it. And there are many other people that will probably feel what you're doing and like what you're doing exactly yeah i think people they always get insecure and then like people would support them but then they're too insecure to like put themselves out there you know mm -hmm. what i mean and like it, it can be tough so you just tune it out yeah pretty much <laughs> like as you should as you should man <laughs> yeah when did you get hooked up with braille 
Yeah, so that's a cool story. So like on the timeline of stuff, like I'm doing all my stuff in Australia. Uh, then I went on a little bit of a trip uh, to America. I came. By, up, like for fun by yourself? Yeah, or? I was just like, I never really been to California. Like I should do it. And I, I booked like a flight for one month. Actually, shout out to my boy, John Rob Moore. I stayed with him for two weeks. He was like, yo, you got to come to Arizona. He's Sick. like part of the Happy Medium crew, amazing skateboarder. But he's like, yo, you got to come to Arizona. You got to come to Arizona. I was like, you know what? Yeah, all right, I will. And like, and then I was like, if I'm going to go to Arizona, I'll go to California too. Yeah. So I booked like a one month thing. I was going to do two weeks with him and then uh, two weeks in, in SFLA. So it was sick. Then I just was like, oh, what's all the stuff I could do? Like, oh, meet up with Braille, go to the barracks, do all this other stuff, go to the house. And at this house. point, you already had some social media following. Yeah, yeah. So you were able to just and reach out to And I was pro already in this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So you could yeah, reach yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, went, met up with Braille, filmed some cool vids, uh, came to the barracks. And then, yeah, came to the barracks. Then I went to John Rob Moore. And then it was cool, actually. The Happy Medium people filmed the United Nation at the barracks later on. And then yeah. I came back and, like, I got some tricks in it and stuff. And sick. I was like, oh, sick. Yeah. Like, I was really hyped on that. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then I go back to Australia. Uh, and then I was just, I think Aaron Cairo reposted one of my things on his page on Instagram. And then I was like, oh, like, thanks for having me. Like, it was fun to skate with you. If you ever want to do anything more in the future, like, let me know. And he's just like, boom, like, move here full time. Like, let's go. And I was like, yo, like, if you can get me the visa, like, I'm down. Like, let's Sick. do it. So then, but then the hardest thing ever was getting the visa. And then I was so close to finishing it. It was really, really a lot of work. So close to finishing it, boom, global pandemic. And I'm like, oh, no, like, is this still going to be possible to, like, move countries and stuff with, yeah. like, all this stuff going on? But then, like, luckily it was possible. Woo, and then made it. And I've almost been... In like a few weeks, like it'll be one year in, in America now. And how do you like living out here now? Yeah, it's sick. I mean, because it's been COVID, like I haven't got, I don't that's, know if yeah, I get the authentic that's experience, true, that's true. but like I like it a lot. Yeah. It's really cool. So you're now a pro for Braille. Yeah. But you also work with Braille, right? Outside yeah. of like as a skater, you also are involved at yeah. some level, So right? people get confused. People get confused with Braille and Revive and then Braille the YouTube channel versus Braille the skateboard company because they recently made skateboard company and like they, they made me the first pro on the company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so for Braille, I work for Braille starring in all the videos and making the YouTube videos and all that kind of thing. But then separately, I'm sponsored by Braille as a pro skater for Braille as well. So they're kind of like two things. That's awesome. And I'll just give them the quick rundown is like Revive is a separate company that isn't Braille. Um, it's run by this guy, Andy Schrock, who's a YouTuber as well. Mm -hmm. And then he started this own company, Revive. But the thing that they get confused is Aaron Cairo owns Braille, but then Aaron Cairo rides for Revive. He doesn't ride for Braille. So he's pro for Revive, the Andy Schrock company. That's why everyone always gets confused because then it's like all these things and they just think it's right, like the same. Right, right. Yeah. And so now on the, the YouTube channel on Braille, you guys do a lot of crazy innovative stuff, a lot of uh, like trying skateboards that are made out of glass or <laughs> made out of an axe. Like, yeah. Which one is the one that freaked you out the most before trying to do a trick on? <laughs> freaked me out. Okay, there's one where it's like a nail board. And then it's a board and the nails are sticking up. And it's like a bed of nails. And yeah. it's just like straight up nails. But like sharp, they were brand new, like sharp nails. And and I was like, oh yeah, I got to stand on with, I'll give you some context. I was like, I should stand on with bare feet. I tried to put my feet on and I was like, it's just going to slice through. Yeah. But then with your shoes, you can stand on and like, hey, it's okay. You can ollie, it's okay. But it's sketchy. Like if it like, if it like fully just, whoosh, it would like really badly cut you. But that was fun. Like I did a bunch of tricks. I like I dark slided the rail on the nails. Like the nails are on the rail. <laughs> Bro, like I ha I haven't seen all of them. I've seen I've seen yeah. quite a few. 
but I haven't seen that one. That already freaks me out. Yeah, that's it's scary because like when I'm doing the kickflip and like opening my legs, like the nails are just like couldn't go anywhere. Oh man, what if you? Oh man, what if you had like credit card with that board or something? Dude, like oh, bro. it would be so bad. Yeah. That's then the axe. When I saw the axe, and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna skate this." I was like, "Bro, like really? Like if you take an axe to the shin, like that's not good." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, like, I looked at it a bit more, and I was like, "Oh, it's probably like it's probably all right." And it's like the way that it flips and stuff. It's like it's, you, it, you did a tray flip on that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Aaron did that's a nollie crazy. flip. The other guys maybe did a kickflip, and then I did tray flip. That's crazy. Yeah, that was fun. That one looks really cool. Like I like <laughs> how that looks. Uh, so the the nail one is the one that freaked you out the most. Which one was the one that you think was probably the funnest for you to use? Ooh, the funnest. That's a good one. But I got to say on the dangerous ones, the glass one got me. The glass one, um, we put the glass, the glass ones, they always break, right? Right. But then <laughs> like it's real glass. It's like that shattery type glass, but it's still like real glass. Yeah. I um, We had these weird trucks on it or whatever. And then I did a boneless and then I, I broke and then I fell on the glass uh, and then I had to go get stitches and stuff. And like my hand's still like not <laughs> fully better. So oh, that kind of sucked. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. What did you say? What's my favorite one? Yeah. Which one was, which one was like the funnest to all use? All right. So there's this other one. I can't remember the company, but they're like a famous fingerboard company. I think it's Black River. It's called. They're like a famous fingerboard company. They made us uh, like a fingerboard park and then they made us the sickest board. It's basically like an uncut board. Like, you know how they look when they're uncut? Right. And then they put a, a fingerboard mini ramp like on it. So it's like an uncut board, fingerboard mini ramp, and then like trucks. So then you stand like on top of the fingerboard of the mini, mini ramp. ramp. Yeah. And it's like, it's high up and then you ride and it's like so weird and so crazy. But I was like, I love it. Like, this is amazing. We skated a bit, you know, maybe pumped the ramp, rocked the fakie, blunt or whatever. And then I was like, all right, I got to do kickflip. And then I was like, how can I do kickflip if my feet are on the top? I was like, maybe I should put my foot in the ramp. But then like that wasn't working. And then I put my foot on the top and then like I, it took so long. It took me like two hours, but then I kickflipped it. <laughs> I was high because it's like, it's so thick and big. Like, it doesn't it, even make it sense It doesn't to look me. possible. It sounds like yeah, it's yeah. like... <laughs> Physically I had impossible. to do it like out of bank as well, but still like I was hyped. And That's then I crazy. land like in the ramp, like it just looks so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was my favorite board for sure. That's crazy. And are you still working on parts or are you dropping? What, uh, what do you what do you got going on right now? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll definitely will drop a part. I'm hoping by the end of the year, but it's been a little bit difficult with COVID and stuff. And then like trying to find the time to like street skate yeah. and moving here like trying to just like figure out American way of life, new job, right. new everything, you know, but I definitely want to like film a really good part like um, as soon as I can. So probably by the end of the year. So have you started filming at all? Yet? Yeah, yeah. I have some footage, but still it's like, I have some tricks where it's like good, but it's like, I want to give my like super good, like best, you know what I right. mean? So like if we didn't use any of those tricks or use like one of those tricks, like I would not bother, you know, like I wouldn't mind. Yeah. And are you doing like, only street skating on this part or anything with parks? No, no, I would just do only street skating. Like, you know, just proper keep it raw part, you know what I mean? Today, you came to the barracks, you skated for a bit before we started this. You did a crazy trick. Can we say what trick you did, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you did like a, <laughs> so you went off the, like, the bank, like the A-frame, A-frame. the A-frame bank into the ledge, you did a dolphin flip back 50. Is that something you've ever done before? I, I have, actually. Yes. <laughs> It blows my mind that you got some of these crazy, like not only hard tricks, but like hard flip in, flip out stuff. It's like, yeah. Do you ever get freaked out when you're doing some of these? Like the thing that freaks me out with stuff like that is like, oh man, what if I roll my ankle? But it's probably because I've rolled my ankle like so many times. Yeah. Um. Do you ever freak out where you think about these things? Uh, I mean, for sure. Like it's it's kind of in skating. I just tell everyone it's like the best way to do stuff is like progressively 
incrementally step up. Like kids ask me, how do I ollie a five step? And I say, ollie a four step and then do the exact same thing on the five step. You know what I mean? So 100%. like the best way to learn like dolphin flip 50 is just like do it on a curb, like do it on flat obviously. And then just do it on like the smallest curb possible and then be like, oh yeah, like I yeah. kind of get it. And then just keep doing it, do it maybe like a bit higher ledge. And then like, you know, on that one, it's kind of good with the bank because you can get a bit more hang time. Right. Yeah, I actually did a dolphin flip to crook one time, and I was like, man, maybe I could do it right now, but I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm pretty tired. I don't know if I got the energy right now. <laughs> Out of all these awesome, crazy tricks that you've done, like, what is the one that's probably been the most gratifying to you? Gratifying. I think for sure the 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 one I was saying before, the crook, impossible. Because yeah. that was like, that was the most, like, one that I was the most stoked on. And as well, that like, that's when I just had like no following or anything. Yeah. And then people were like, whoa, like what the heck? Like, I think that was the most impactful one. Definitely, man. I, yeah. could, I could see that. But there was, that. there was this other one. I made this montage that like always, actually there's two other like ones that always go like viral and stuff. There's one I did this montage where I was like, I just put a bunch of my Instagrams over like six months, but it starts like the first one is like, I'm doing jump rope while I'm skating and I like jump rope, jump rope, jump rope, and then do kickflip and then like keep jump roping. And then I do a bunch of other just like, you know, just normal tricks, but maybe like a bit more like quirky tricks and it's like really fast edit. Yeah. And like that one's pretty cool. Like so many people like repost it or whatever and like yeah. all the time. Then there's this other one. Shout out to my boy, William Spencer, Skate Ninja. You know that guy? Yeah. He He's done like heaps of stuff with the barracks over the years. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. he's OG. Like he's just the sick. He's the first guy I ever seen that did like gymnastics parkour stuff with skating. Yeah. Like front flip the, th- the right. stairs. Like that was so cool. But anyway, he did this thing where he, he skates up to a, uh, a drain, like an open half pipe drain, skates up, takes his board, throws it, it loops around, shoots out, and then he like lands on it. Yeah, and that. I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever that seen. That's crazy. And then I seen that like so many years ago and I was like, if I ever find a drain like that, I gotta do it because it looks like the sickest thing ever. Then I finally found the drain like years after he released that one and then I did it. I like, I did it too. Like film at same angle because I was like, yeah, like paying Ain't homage, homage yeah. to the king. Like, yeah, I filmed it, did it. And then that, people just lose their mind because like the way my one was narrower and the way that the board like moves it kind of looks like it's like cgi or something and they're like this is fake like this is too smooth this is fake <laughs> and they just always like post it or whatever this like smooth uh satisfying compilation or whatever they just like always post it yeah <laughs> that's dope man that's crazy so, so let's go beyond skateboarding you went to school for film do you do anything with that or has that came involved in any of the skating projects that you'd work on yeah for sure it's interesting like what i said is like i learned the ramp slow-mo purely for skating and shout to skateperception.com back in the day this old website is like a forum where like skate film it was like only skate filmers like not just filmers like skate filmers would like give each other tips and stuff so it's like tutorials and then i learned how to do the ramp slow-mo there but then honestly from that from after learning that, I would just do all the tutorials I could ever find in like those programs and just like learn a lot about those programs. So actually when I went to film school, I already was like super confident in yeah. all those programs. So like film school was cool. It taught me a bit more about like things other than the programs like story and like right. the importance of, of the viewer experience mm-hmm. and like all stuff like that. Um, but it was cool. Like, you know, I don't know if I would really want to work like in the film industry, but yeah. it was cool though. And and definitely gave me like a lot more skills and a lot more things to think about so that when I, now I do like YouTube as well. Yeah. And like my YouTube has actually been like really successful recently and stuff. And even like TikTok videos or Instagram videos, it just helps me think like more about yeah. like how I want to structure them, how I want the people to watch them and like all that kind of thing. 
So yeah, I mean, it ultimately has been working out well for my YouTube and that's something that I've been focusing a lot more energy into as well recently. Which is the Ricky Glazer YouTube yeah. channel, right? Yeah, just, yeah. It's just your name. Yeah, like just my personal one, like not, yeah. not Braille's one, yeah. yeah. And how often do you post on there? Yeah, so I post once a week, like a main like full like 10 minute video or so. Yeah. And then every day I'm posting like my Instagram or my TikToks or whatever. On YouTube it's called like shorts. Basically right. like YouTube's version of TikTok. Yeah. I post those every other day and then I, I post the main video on on. Saturday and then I do like a live on Friday. So yeah. like keeping it consistent. You're killing it. Yeah, <laughs> man. You, yeah. You're, you have a good balance between being super productive on the back end and then skating because you're still innovating. Yeah. You're still dropping bangers. <laughs> like even the other day. Have, oh, sorry. Oh, no, just, you did a, a dark slide on the five-stair rail here yeah. at the barracks. I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I got to do it on the 10, but I'll just sack it so many times. I got to I gotta be in the right mood, I think. <laughs> That'd <laughs> but, be crazy. But anyway, um. Yeah, it is a good balance. The only thing is it's tough to have a life as well, you know, because I'm just like, boom, 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 braille, yeah. my own stuff, this, 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 this. And it's like, I've been working like so hard, like all the time. It's you like, ever feel burned out? For sure, like for sure. <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, like what we were saying in the story when I'm 17 year old kid, I'm like, maybe I'm not going to do it. It's like, I try to summon that energy, be like, yo, like you out here doing it, like make it count right now. Yeah. Like now's the time, you know? So like, I'm I'm happy to like work hard and be burned yeah. out and- yeah, I, I could see that you have like you have the hunger and the appreciation for the opportunity that you have right now. Yeah. That you you're like, okay, now nah, like let me grind more. Yeah. Um, but I think it's very important also to to make sure that you don't burn yourself out. <laughs> that you don't overwork. You need those rest days. You for need sure. those me times because yeah. then then you start to come off balance. Yeah. And then just like skateboarding, man, you're gonna fall. Exactly. You and shout out to my girlfriend Janice. She's she's keeping me a bit more balanced now. How's that with being such a busy person in all these other aspects? combined that is it like hard to be in a relationship because you have such little time for sure but janice is actually really sick too she's uh she's the number one qualifier for the maltese pipe snowboarding and she's like training on the program to like go to the wow. olympics to the winter olympics yeah so she's pretty busy as well like right now she's in oregon so you like, guys both understand training. each other yeah that's that's what i'm getting yeah, that's at, a, you that's know? a that's dope like, dynamic because it's yeah. hard when like someone is not in some type of career path that where they have to pursue like endlessly pretty yeah. much like yeah, you don't get it i don't know that i could be in a relationship and it's just like she works at the bank or whatever and like i'm right. going to the bank yeah. nothing wrong <laughs> not, nothing wrong with the occupation for sure, for but sure. it's the mindset that yeah. there's like a compatibility issue because like oh well i'm off work why aren't you off work like well yeah. there's no off for me it's, it's yeah. when i can make time when we make time but it's it's go 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 pretty much almost all the time yeah exactly so that's cool man that's really dope that she like respects what you're doing and vice versa and you guys can sure. build together while also building on your own exactly what's uh what what are you most excited about that you're working on right now is it the part or something else uh the yeah YouTube i mean channel? like what what, probably, what are you my like, youtube channel yeah. to be honest yeah because like it's just had so much momentum recently and i'm just like ooh, like this is and it seems like you're having fun serious yeah yeah and like you know and i can you know make a bit of money off it or whatever yeah. but then i can just put that money back into like doing bigger and better like right. projects and just try to do like crazy stuff you know Sick. like i think i think that's for sure what i'm most excited for dope man hey well i appreciate you coming down here i'm so hyped on everything that you're working on um i i came across you and I was really just blown away by your tricks, but like now having gotten to to speak to you, having you on the barracks gaming for an episode, like your energy, your vibe is real dope, man. So I'm like not only a big supporter of you as a skater, but as a person, man. So <laughs> hey, thank thanks for you. coming through. Thanks for your good vibes, your good energy. And uh, I look forward to all the new content you're going to be dropping on your YouTube channel. 
but you're going to be doing more ho- stuff with us hopefully here at the barracks too when you're in town for sure and uh, i look forward to come checking out braille real soon too yeah man. yeah, yeah. Sounds i like good. what you I'll guys are doing axe bud ready for you <laughs> <laughs> loki i might be down i might be, i might need you to coach me a little bit but i'm down i'll do it awesome hey thanks for coming through man let people know where they can find you yeah thank you so much for having me all my socials ricky glaza on instagram tiktok youtube it's just ricky glaza quick question you uh i see that you follow nikki glazer have you ever connected with her yo i you know what happened she followed me and then she said lol we have almost the same name and i'm like who's this person like whoa like this is really famous comedian comedian, yeah yeah and then i say like hey you ever want to learn to skate like we should link up mr and mrs glaza we skate together i'll teach you how to skate like it'd be sick (laughs) and she's like yeah i'm down she's like yeah i'm down like one day we'll do it bro i'm a a, uh, i I love watching her comedy she's hilarious man yeah that would be sick i would would love to see something with the two of you yeah me too. <laughs> All right, hey man. Well, thanks for coming through, man. All right, guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. You.